Hola, mi gente. And welcome back to Some Time. It's been some time, guys. Apologies, apologies <laughs> across the board. We, you know, life be lifing. Janelle is super busy. <laughs> life be lifing. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you know what it is? It always happens. It's like Jabba Sam ends. Yeah. And then I'm good for like the next month. And then after that, it's just nothing. And and this is actually the first year, like my birthday month. Like I literally like Loki did something almost every week of the month. Yeah. And I and I didn't that was not planned. I didn't mean to. That just had that happen. But um but yeah, but we're back. We're here with you guys, live and in color. It isn't in person, but we figured, you know, still as much love we could give remote too. So we want to be able to give you guys a little, you know, taste of that song, but at, from home, you know, because I got a whole big tub of it in the kitchen. So I use it all the time <laughs> when I cook and stuff. But um, other than that, Amanda Panda, what's new? What's been going on with you? How was the end of your summer? How's the beginning of your fall? Oh, end of the summer was the best because actually, you went away. Yes, I did. I took a solo vacation to Nashville and left lived my country girl life. As you should, yes. That's so much fun. I did line dancing. I went to a, cute, a couple of spots that my friends had recommended to go try and eat. Of course, I went into bars that had a lot of live music, which is always a plus. And, of course, mm -hmm. I had me some Jack Daniels and ginger ale. Um, and then after that, I had flew to Charlotte and spent some time with my cousin. She was going through some stuff, and I surprised her. You know, if you oh. know me, you know, I love surprising people. So, yeah, she did. Only her husband knew that I was coming. So he yeah. picked me up, and, you know, I posted the video. So she, she, uh, he picked me up, and she was, like, listening to worship music. And I, like, oh, I love this song. And she turns around and just starts bawling. And she's yeah. like, what are you doing here? I was like, I'm here for you. She's never done axe throwing. So I was like, we have to do axe throwing. So We're we actually to do doing that next week um, for one of Michael's birthday activities. Um, oh. I've been axe throwing before. Yeah. But I've he's, before too he's never. I love it. You know what it is? It's the workout you didn't really think you signed up for. Yes. Because then it, the next day. It also made me realize, like, I don't like aggressive things. <laughs> like, I think everyone just is like, my face just spells aggression. I don't mm -hmm. know how. But, like, I didn't like the break room shit. I've done that. We did that when we went to Divner. And okay. I would, it was me, my homegirl friend, and Jess. We had went. And that was, like pandemic trip that was pandemic birthday trip mm -hmm. and we did go act we went to that break room thing and like i had broke like two things and, and sat out for the rest of the time <laughs> i was like this is not for me <laughs> i'm not as angry as i thought i was <laughs> you because both, both of them are moms so it just yeah. for me i was like y'all got it because y'all y'all actually do have real stresses. <laughs> I mean, it was during the pandemic, so we all was going through stressful times. But y'all are parent parents, so that's a little right. bit more stressful than the normal thing that I got going on. So, but they have fun doing it. But yeah, axe throwing the the brick <laughs> thing, that's not really you know, it's not really my juice. But it is a great activity. Friends, yeah. a date night, you know, all yeah. of the above. I love it. I love it. I've definitely been wanting to do archery again because I did it once and I like fell in love with it. Hmm. I loved it. 
Okay, you know, um, one year, maybe next year we'll go and maybe I'll turn into a girls thing. But my homegirl used to do it every year. I think she does still does it a little bit. But you ever heard of like Lantern Fest? So in different think- different cities host it like at different times. But basically, it's like you get a lantern. It's very peaceful. It's very you know scenic. And everyone's like literally like they're lighting the whole sky up with lanterns. Like it's just a whole thing. So that's one thing I definitely want to do for 2024. I feel like is like those like sentimental things. I feel like this year it's just, I mean, wrestling, I feel like takes half of my year. <laughs> and then the other half is like all y'all birthdays. <laughs> so it's like I don't we don't ever have like just girl time so we're gonna work yeah. on that though because we've been trying to do girls night forever <laughs> first of all i'm blaming y'all because y'all already know my schedule so and, and it don't actually don't even matter i'll pop i figure it out i didn't tell my other yeah. best friend that. I, I feel so bad because like we've been trying to tell like Kristen, like we're gonna do it and i know she's always i loved her she's oh, a time on time oh she's- Great time. You know what? We're gonna have to see what she's doing next, you know, in a few weeks. We may have to do an episode with her. She's a good okay. time. And, and then when you told me how old she was, I was just like, What? She out here living life like she about 40. But I love that for her at such a young age to be able to have those experiences and learn from them and grow from them. And I think it's really dope that she's that she's who she is and she's unapologetic about that. And I yeah. and I really like that. So yeah but um yeah that was my end of the summer and then you know right away the school started so which has been a shitty school year so far you said it's been shitty yes oh my god why it's only been a month of school exactly this has been a month of school but this has been chaos i had a whole meeting today um with a grandma that came for me but I'm not gonna go too into detail because I think some of my coworkers listen to this. So I'm going into detail. You know, went in. Oh, for what? I will tell you. Okay, you can tell me later. That's fine. Yeah. But you know, it's it's always interesting. Wait, was she in the right though? No. It's, okay. Well, then there I go. I mean, she gonna protect her grandbaby. Oh, of course. So I don't. You know, yeah. I've been, I I know how that feels because I've had, I you know, once upon a time I used to teach too. So I totally understand like one kid i had i used to work like doing a summer program so i was like the lead teacher and 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 this one is in washington heights so i was uptown and there was this one kid i gravitated to just because certain kids they need a little bit more attention they need they need a little bit more understanding and, and that's understandable so but this one he was always at a first of all he wasn't even originally in my class so I had should have already known that he was gonna turn up, but I said, you know what, I'm gonna take a chance because you know not everybody else can handle him. He seems to be receptive to me and how I talk to him. So let's give it a try. So they put him in my class for a little bit, and one morning I think we were we were getting ready to go on a trip. It was a trip day. So normally in the morning, let the kids eat breakfast, let them play in the playground before we head out. Because what are we teaching? <laughs> like, as soon as I got ready for a, a lesson, it's going to be time to go. So we just normally, like me and like the other teachers, we just let, normally let the kids like just hang out and chill until it's time to go on a trip. And before we went, everybody went upstairs. I made sure everybody went to the bathroom first. Make sure everybody had everything. We did all these things. And then I have a kid come up to me and says, Miss Janelle, such and such has 
something in their bag. And I was just like, what? What do you mean? Mm-hmm. And then they're like, yeah, it's making noise. And I was like, what do you mean? So I end up getting the program director because I was like, oh, if I turn up, it's going to be a problem. So I said, I said, JP, shout out to JP. That was my guy. I said, JP, I need you to check this kid's bag because the kids are saying that something in the bag. Come to find out it's a whole bird. What the hell? Whole bird in the bag. He he was, he was, so the, and I understood after, but during it was, what the fuck? Yeah. In his mind, he was like, well, I'm going to take this home and have a pet. That was his mentality. Oh, my Lord. And I wasn't too <laughs> mad about that because I was like, right. oh, you know. First of all, he's super talented in being able to catch a bird like that in that instance that he did. Because it was just like, you had to be really fast for that. Hell yeah. So, and strategic. So, it was just like, I can appreciate all these things that you've done. But... There's still a motherfucking bird in this classroom. No, <laughs> no. The bird could have died he in the bag. Yo, he slowly it. opened it because he heard this. He heard the sounds. So yeah. when he pulled him to the side, he pulled the he opened the bag a smidge. He saw the bird. So we had a call. We had a call to grandma. And the grandma swore up and down. No, he ain't do such a thing. Uh-uh. And he had told, because we had said he can't go on the trip. So that's why we called her because we couldn't leave everybody. A whole camp was gone. So he can't be in the building like that by himself, clearly, because he out here catching birds. <laughs> so, so the grandma, so we called the grandmother because he lived like and he lived like a block or two away. So the grandmother comes, she's like, I don't understand. And we're like, you have to understand, like, he is a liability right now, and you have to take him. Like, we just we can't take him because we don't know what else he's gonna do. So it was so I was just like, so kids will definitely do the darnest things, and their grandparents will totally co-sign the badness but i'm glad you stood on your two toes and your ground because that's not easy it's definitely not it's especially like with me like i know like one of the things that was mentioned because we had a whole meeting but one of the things that was mentioned was my face expressions oh my face tells me all the time yes my face says it all but the thing is that it's been poked a lot and i've been trying to be an usa but when everything went down, it was just like, I was, I'm tired of the snaps. I'm tired of you coming at me. So my facial expression is because I'm over the shit. Right. And now, now you, now you don't woke up the beast. So good morning. Right. So like, if I did, like I kept saying that I raised my voice and I know I didn't because there's people around that was saying that you didn't do anything wrong. Right. But like, I own up to my shit. Like even like afterwards, like I told my principal, I was like, I know that sometimes I do make facial expressions. I can't see it myself every day. So I don't know what I do. But, like, a lot of people have said, like, I can see it in your face, girl. It's okay. Like, calm down. And it's you know, in your face. Like, Amanda wouldn't leave the fuck alone, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, like I said, it's because it's been a constant poke after poke after poke. So I'm just, like, mentally and emotionally over it yeah i don't checked out but i mean hopefully in that situation that you have a good support system at work because that actually that i feel like for me when everybody at work is on the same page and not like pointing the finger with you there's a way to be supportive of you but also be supportive of the parental involved yeah and i just hope that that your team understands that that's a that's a real thing to do it's like we don't want to make you feel like you're the villain Mm -hmm. but we don't want grandma to be feeling like she the villain either so it's (laughs) 
it's a cash 22 regardless but i mean it's friday you get the weekend to enjoy enjoy it and speaking of enjoying me and you off camera always talk about reality tv yes we are some suckers drama for some toxic crazy reality tv shit and and i'm not talking about the love and hip-hop shit for some reason we are gravitated to the relationship failures and and not failures of of the reality world so like what are so amanda what are some shows right now that you are binging that you're watching live on tv like what what reality shows got you in a chokehold right now okay so i have not seen the new season of love is blind you're not missing you're not missing shit one at a time i wanted to binge the whole entire thing but i did see one through four and first of all have you seen too hot to handle no so i have another friend of mine that has mentioned the show to me you and i watch too hot and he said the same thing and i kept saying i was like I don't have the mental capacity to add, I think, another reality show like that on I my docket. Why it took me a while to watch Love is Blind because literally on my DVR, like, I'm a mix of things, right? I'm a mix of, I love Law & Order SVU. I love me some The Voice, which is on now. So that's what I'm watching. I love The Challenge. I love Jersey Shore. And you know, obviously, um, we watch Love and Hip Hop, my um, Atlanta. So right now, our DVR is like full of shows right now. Like we are so behind Jersey Shore because, again, like just like you've been busy, Britt and I have been busy, uh-huh. or like we just come home, or sometimes she comes home so late and we just kind of crash throughout the day. Yeah, that sounds about so- right. We don't even get to like we're so behind. I kind of watched some without her, and I told her, but I only watched just because he started to pile up. Like we have a whole season of Love and Hip Hop to like watch. We only Girl, got- you not even missing that, and I had to uns- that whole listen. That whole incident with Spice and Erica Mena, I had to unsubscribe from Love and Hip Hop. Like I can't give Mona that 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 attention anymore because they, I just felt like there was such a better way to handle that and I just didn't agree so I didn't, with it. Like, right. I haven't seen that part. We're still I think we stopped that episode six or seven. So. Okay, it should be coming soon. I yeah. mean listen, I actually didn't even watch the season. Like I just saw that clip of what happened and off of that, but Atlanta kind of fell off for me a little after Jocelyn had left low key. And okay. they I feel like haven't been able to really bounce back from that i really couldn't subscribe to baby and scrappy's mess because i just was like i really want to try to work so i i can't really get down with that back and forth stuff yeah and then who else is on this season um everybody else i feel like is boring carly's still there Listen, Carly gonna be Carly, but she got that. She got that. I don't know what's. I gotta find that song she's on. There's one like reggae song she's on that that is low key hot though. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. I was like, oh shit, this is Carly, like Carly, like Carly. <laughs> yeah. But um, um yeah, but no, I can't. I I haven't. I just thought about it now, and I was like, oh crap, I was I supposed to finish that show. But that's what I'm saying. Like even like you said, it's just so many shows. Because like, I didn't really get to finish. I watched a couple of. Um, Temptation Island. Okay, but I haven't 
You should definitely finish that. Yeah, I I know I have. Because this season was a bit, and you know what's funny? That's you and Wilkins show, Billy. And I didn't last, I think the season before that, I think watched like a few episodes and then I stopped. But Mm -hmm. this season in particular, me and Mikey had sat and watched it. Like every time it came on, boom, we was watching it every week. And woo, I didn't think shit was going to, I ain't going to ruin it for you. But I just didn't think it was going to end up. Episodes that I've seen, I was just like, I felt like this season was more than the other. Well, because they turned up because they had the whole red light thing and they never done that. Mm -hmm. They did the whole dumb, when they first got there, they stayed together that first night instead of splitting. And they got to meet the girls and the guys. Right. Like that part of it was different. Um, I don't know if they had did that before with the messages. Yeah. Okay. So I wasn't sure if they did, but when they did, when you get to the messages thing, then you really gonna know who's who's for who. Mm-hmm. Because I was very like one of them didn't even send a video, but was was upset, and I was just upset at his girl, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "But you didn't send a video, right?" So how do you think she feels? Yeah, there was like I think it was last season. That I was just like, it upset at me because there was one guy that he was, I think I mentioned this in our last episode, but he was open to being in an open relationship because she had gotten a job in New York and he moved to New York. <coughs> and um, so he was like, you know, like, we'll stay together, but we'll be like, how do you feel about open relationship? And she wasn't for it. Uh-uh. And then... Here he was being messy as hell on the show when he saw that she was doing her on the show and she slept with somebody. Oh, he was an emotional wreck. He said it crying, how he just wants her and nobody else. And I'm like, you're so, you're so selfish. So that same scenario is, a, is very similar yeah. to that same couple that I was just talking about, where the guy didn't send the message, and he was all in, her fe- all in his feelings because he ended up seeing stuff. And that's where they fuck up, is them videos at that campfire thing. I'm like, this is... And the way they edit, I'm just like, this is yeah. not a good idea at I, all. That's something... I mean, this is all reality shows, right? Where yeah. they do a little preview of something like cut up because they've shown stuff on the videos that's not a thousand percent accurate or some say they'll show a conversation and it's just like but that's not the full conversation though like you kind of just took what was said mm-hmm. but the rest of what was said i do you one better this season of love is blind there was one particular scene and you'll see it when you get there mm-hmm. where two people are at like a lunch and they're talking about their relationship and there's a there's a sound bite that's used that was not said at that lunch, and it made you think that that was the end of their situation when the girl had went on um um the Hamiltons. That's Loki, my favorite couple. One of my favorite couples in reality TV is is um from the first season of Love Was Blind, the black girl and the white dude that ended up marrying. They still oh. married five. They celebrating five years of marriage. Still wow. married. So they do a podcast. I think it's called Hanging with the Hamiltons or something like that. Yeah. And that girl. I think, I think her name is. Uh, what? So his name, both of the names just slipped from me, but. I think his name is with a K, something like that. I, but I know who you're talking about. Right. So 
they, I just actually watched the episode of their podcast because they had the girl that was in that same scene on the show talking about the relationship and what happened. Mm-hmm. So, because this season, that's why I was like, look, you're not missing nothing if you don't watch this season of Love is Blind. But it's very interesting because it was a lot of firsts, yeah. I think, in that season. Like, it was like the first time it was only like two couples that were like moving towards getting married. You had the first time one couple right before when they before they left Mexico broke up. Like it was a lot of like wild okay. shit. Then four with um the scientist and crazy girl. I forgot I forgot their name, but you know who I'm talking about, right? Wait, you talking about um <coughs> dude that that was supposed to be with Bliss, but now he with Bliss? No, he was a lawyer. The lawyer, yes. The lawyer, the other one, but he was, but he had picked the crazy white girl first, right? And she didn't really, she actually didn't really, she wasn't attracted to him. That's really what it boiled down to, Loki. But she just didn't say that. That season, that was a lot for me because you know, Bliss was one thousand, and these girls were, they were mean. They were mean to her. Yeah, they're mean, and they were laughing about her crying. And they was mean was- to everybody. They was mean to that other that other white yeah. girl when she was out. She was on the other side of the room talking about her feelings, and they was like, <laughs> and I was just like, "Girl, what if that was you? Like, yeah. what is wrong with you?" But no, so yeah, so we, we just actually I just watched our last episode of season five of Love Is Blind this morning because it was okay. it came on, and I was like, I'm not waiting until Monday to watch it with you, Michael. So we got up at seven a.m. and watched it. <laughs> Wasn't worth the getting up so early though, but we have watched it. Um, the reunion I think comes on this weekend, so that'll be cool. Um, that's, I saw Josh posted at the reunion. I think it's Saturday or something. So I was like, oh, now I can't. I think Sunday. Yeah, either Saturday or Sunday. It's this weekend, and it's not live because they learn a lesson. <laughs> it's not live. Um, I'm trying to think what other like love relationship thing we've been watching. Uh, uh we have finished. I think season two of the ultimatum. We had watched that some time ago. I have to watch that. I think you told me too, and then Britt had told me that she's like, oh, I did start the Magnolias. Beautiful. Yes, I did start. I am in season three. I stopped on episode two because I didn't realize episode three was um I mean season three was the last one that came out. So I'm yeah, it's the newest one. So um, I what else was it? Oh, you know what I actually have been watching? Damn, 90 Day Fiance, The Last Resort. I don't watch that. So, I I haven't watched 90 Day Fiance since the Spanish guy and the black girl was was, was all up and down each other. And then they had the, their own show, The Family Chantel and all that shit. I really haven't paid attention oh, to 90 okay. Day Fiance really since then. But I was looking for stuff to download from my Houston trip. Mm-hmm. And I kept saying, I was like, I keep seeing this 90 Day Fiance, The Last Resort popping up. I kept seeing it because I kept seeing the fat dude with the no neck on it. So I kept saying, what is he doing on this? Oh, I, okay. I think I know who you're talking about. Uh-huh. So they had they had that dude with his <laughs> with his lady. Uh, they had the white woman with the African husband that has been denied the visa three times. And I kept saying, I was like, well, why don't she just move to Africa? But that's neither here nor there. Is uh, because I I know I've seen some of the show, but I don't know if all of them are like this. So I saw some because I was with my aunt over last week. 
and she was watching it but are they all like international so i think that i think some are some aren't because so the the white dude and his wife she's from the ukraine they are dead 90 day fiance like married has a child like they in it um the girl molly she was fucking with some spanish dude in her season but he disappeared like he left her so oh, wow. the dude that she was with was this dude she met online that so happened to be from Brooklyn and so happened to be a former NYPD cop. And I was just like, what the hell? So that was that couple. And then it was the white lady and the African dude. And it was it was dope because they were, even though they were remote, like how we are, they still were doing the exercises and the therapy sessions together because they had them on the TV screen. Or even when they did like group stuff, he would be there just on the TV screen. So I thought that was cute. Uh, but one couple that I do want to talk about, because it, it just infuriates me, and it's not to negate what he's done. So there's this girl. She she gives me kind of like Hawaii, like she gives me like like South Pacific vibes. But she's from California. I really think she's like Hawaiian or something, because her and her sister look look like that. But so you have her, and her husband is from Samoa. So you already know I had pop because I was just like, oh. <laughs> Samoa, what? Like from the island of Samoa. Like she had to marry him for him to get to the United States of America. Wow. So and so they they've been married. They have two boys, and they come on like this is the a last resort because so in the beginning of the season, spoiler alert, guys. Beginning of the season, she talked about how he basically went back to some went back to Samoa and got his dicks up, basically. Oh. But she left out. So it wasn't until like really the last like two episodes and we like eight, nine episodes in really wasn't until the last like two episodes where she mentioned that he low key was cheating throughout the whole entire relationship. So it was so I, in the beginning, I was just like, well, he just got his dick success. What are we? What are we? Are we really going to drag this out? Like, yeah, either at that point, it's like either you're going to be the person or you're not. So but because kids are involved and stuff like that, I kind of get why. Yeah. She's yeah, it's hard for her, but here's the kicker. So, and him doing all his wrongdoing, and all, and like I said, it's not to make it seem like cheating is okay or what he did to her was okay. But I also have to realize and put a play into it that he's culturally is different, so mm -hmm. he doesn't understand certain things or certain like montages that we have here in America versus yeah. what they do in Samoa because she has said she said. All of them in Samoa doesn't think cheating is a problem. Right. So I was like, it's a cultural thing of why he moves the way he moves and doesn't understand that, like, in America, that shit don't flow. <laughs> or, like, with you, that shit don't go. Hell no. So, so, right. So in response to, like, him feeling, like, bad that, you know, he was cheating and blah, 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 he gave her a whole pass. But the hall pass was like, if you want to kiss somebody, you know, like type of hall pass, even though you really can't, a hall pass, you can't really like define a hall pass. A hall pass is just straight <laughs> up, this the, this the one off, deal with it. Mm -hmm. So, so he gives her the hall pass, and originally she uses it, mm -hmm. but doesn't tell him that it was more than a kiss. She ended up, she ended up fucking the dude. Okay. And not only that, she ended up now having a like an emotional relationship with this dude. Mm. So throughout the whole season, that part of it doesn't really get talked about. So I'm sitting here like, 
A, either you're going to forgive him and y'all going to really work on y'all marriage and, and y'all family, but she can't seem to forgive him. But in that same breath, you want him to, to show you that he cares about, like, you want him to show up for you, but you're not receptive. Like, you check, she's checked out. And that's yeah. really what upsets me with her is she doesn't just say that. Like, and then spoiler alert, the last episode I had watched today, <laughs> oh, girl, mm-hmm. Have she she had claimed that she has saw him deleting messages on his phone? My thing is, if you didn't ask and you didn't check, you can't assume that that's what was going on, right? So, in her mind, she was like, Oh, he's still being shady and trying to be funny. Bet. So, when they first got there, she blocked the dude number. When she saw him being suspicious in her mind, she unblocked the dude. Not only did he respond to her, he flew out. To see her. To see her. And she spent the night with him in the last episode. And then the next morning, he was calling her, looking for her to have breakfast with with the kids. And she's like, I'm at breakfast. I'll talk to you later. Like, he was all like, and he knew something was up. Yeah. I can't wait until the next episode. Because my thing is, is like, accountability is everything. And like, and like I always say, it's not to side with him because what he's done is fucked up and she been should have left and I think deep down she knows that but it was just not an easy decision to make because there's kids involved but in that same breath sis you can't keep beating on him for what he did and you out here doing you yeah that's why like I don't know if I've said this here or like because I I talk a lot about my my marriage right Mm -hmm. there's been people that have told me you should have just let it go and just kept pressing forward with your marriage right because it's marriage of course like of course, i take it serious oh child it's a paper to me but i'm that type of person you did something to me rather it became physical or not the whole point the mentality was there the talk about it was there mm-hmm. so i can never let that go and the fact that you covered it out Right, because I think I've mentioned about how he would say like I'm gonna hang out with my boy Acevedo, and turn out it was a whole female. So I'm never gonna believe you if you ever tell me I'm gonna hang out with such and such because I'm gonna think that it is a female and you covering it all over. I can't let that go. And I and honestly, you have to be honest with yourself. If you see those red flags, you just gotta let it go. Ooh, and that is a beautiful segue into today's. <laughs> episode our topic of discussion on this episode will be red flags i wish i had a red flag i have my uh, red bonnet though puerto rican flag <laughs> my cuban flag is is it's 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 up i can't reach it it's far yeah. up but red <laughs> flags ladies and gentlemen red flags is something that we actually i don't think i mean i feel like we've talked about hearing it but not officially like said like these are the red flags that i've experienced and i and these are my experiences so i wanted to actually from when we first started doing our podcast i mean i've grown a lot and i of course like you're in a relationship now too so also i think even if we have spoken about it it's in a whole different point of view now correct because the roles are reversed a little bit and i'm not looking i mean in actuality, though, there are still probably red flags that I can probably say, even even though I'm in, like, a whole committed-ass relationship that 
he took away my hot girl summer, but I still forgive him for it, and it's fine. <laughs> I tell him that uh, now, because now that we, because our anniversary. That you would take the shots away from me, but now the, away from you i mean that's actually you won't because i still will take free and he understands that so no (laughs) you will not be taking my free shots i know how to maneuver (laughs) thank you for the free shot but you don't get my number (laughs) i know how to maneuver but no um red flags is something i think as us as women and men too you you know you don't really consciously think about them when you're in the situation that you're in and I, and I think it's interesting that, you know, you've been married. I've been in a long-term relationship outside of the one that I'm in now. And even looking back, like, I'm just like, there was so many red flags that I just did so not, that I just did not pay attention to. Like, my ex, like, I should have known when he totally ghosted this girl for prom. I should have known. I should have known. But I didn't. So I always say, like, sometimes, like, I feel like we we see them kind of, but we're just like, you know, it was just a one time little situation and then something else just kind of just builds. And then eventually we kind of become blinded from it uh-huh. because we kind of adapt to it that we think it's normal and it's not. And it's not. But because, like I said, once you're when you're in a situation, you know, you don't know. Like for me, I have I have watched my parents be together while I was alive and then before my brother was born, get married. And then before I became a whole adult, divorce. So like, there, and I think for my mom, you know, I, I feel like I saw the red flags before she did and that's okay. That's not, cause once again, that she's in it. And I'm like, I felt like at times I was outside looking in, even though I was in it, but I wasn't in their relationship. So it was a lot of, it's a different things. Like when you're in the relationship, you may not see it. And when you're out of it, you're like, oh, shit. So so what are some red flags that now as a woman in her 30s that you can say, like, I saw, but I ignored? So one of, I think the, one of the biggest ones was not letting my voice be heard. Because I'm always, and I, I still kind of am, I am a people pleaser. And I just want to make sure that he is happy about everything. If he wants to go somewhere, we're doing what he wants to do. You know, I kind of voice it once what I kind of want to do. Because I kind of expect whenever I say once, I want it to be adapted. Just kind of like, I'm that type of person that if you if you were to tell me something that you really want, I'd be like, oh, you know, y'all, I really want such and such. I focus, but for instance, the biggest thing for Christmas last year, Britt had mentioned one time about, you know, how she wanted to write her grandmother's recipes in a recipe book. And I said, boom, get her a recipe book for Christmas. And and I went, as I was giving her a gift, I was like, you said this once and I really hope that you like it. And she opened it and she said, wow, I really did say this once a long time ago. <laughs> She's like, I was like, I remembered it though. So that's what I expect in a relationship that I mentioned something once and I don't want to really have to talk about it again. And I've learned now that I'm able to voice myself, whatever I want to do, whatever I want. And of course, I'm not going to be that type of person like, you need to give me this. No, respectfully, right? And 
that's been my biggest thing. Like I've been voicing myself and people are just like, even my family is just like, who the hell is this? Who is this? Yeah. I love that for you because that, that's just, that's, that's a test to your growth, to your own personal growth. And, and the, and the thing though about it is most times as us humans, just in general change, no one cares for. No one knows how to react to change. No one wants change, even though people say they want change, but they really don't want it because they don't know what it really entails. It's still this mystery <laughs> of the unknown of that change. And that's what that fear is. And it, it all plays a part. But for me, one of the biggest red flags, I feel like and even to this day and age, it's really, I mean, now the word is gaslighting. Mm. You know, back in the day, it was don't twist my words now. Yeah. Don't come at me crazy, but gaslighting, now we have a word for it. Gaslighting, I think it's one of the biggest red flags that us as women, and, and men too at times, but us, I can only speak as a female, us as women deal with from individuals that are way more insecure than they want to admit and they always want to they always want to feel like they're in the right Mm -hmm. and that i can't i i can't get with because we're 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 human people make mistakes people are not always correct people um they don't always know what they're talking about even though it sounds good but do you really know what you're talking about no so i find it interesting because we do have somebody i feel like we both are very well, we know. And I feel like he does this. And I feel like he does it all the time. But I think what he does understand is we all see it. And we all know that's what you're doing. And it doesn't help your case. Like, I, I don't, I'm still very confused on how <laughs> he thinks that doing that is going to, like, get somebody to be like, I want to be with you for the rest of my life. Right. No. You know what it is? In the beginning, it kind of, because, I mean, I don't know if this happened to you, but in the beginning, it kind of did seem persuasive. And so, I mean, for me, it was that I was caught in my most vulnerable part part of my life. Mm -hmm. And of course, whatever was thrown to me, I saw flowers, right? Because I was still grieving and everything so when it was thrown to me, I was just like, oh, my God, this sounds beautiful. This is everything I want to hear. But then eventually when you really got to see who the, I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> it's like, you know what it's like? It's like when growing up, remember the cereal boxes that had like the prizes inside of them? Oh, my God. Yeah. So so you, had- so you bought like mad cereals just to get that like one yeah. thing. And with that individual is getting all them cereals and getting nothing, nothing. And you, but what I will say though, and I think that's kind of like the cash 22 is like someone that does gaslight can be charming. And I can say from my experience with that individual, he's very charming. He's very like, yeah, I, I can, he, he paints botanical gardens when it's prospect park. He's very easy to pers- <laughs> way you yeah but and that's and i think that and that's why you know he he moves and it's not even just him people move the way they want to around those that allow them to do that Mm -hmm. and he's one of those individuals where i feel like when you are at your lowest he'll find a way to pick you back on up 
but it's not consistent. And we already know you're lying, so <laughs> it's not. It's not like it's just it's comical at this at this juncture. I just anytime that anything is mentioned about this individual, I just think it's funny because I just I it's like one of those things like I don't believe him, so it just doesn't. Yeah, nothing bothers me anymore. <laughs> things and like we both know it, like we both see it, and so it's just like it's like a joke to us now because we obviously see the light. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> baby, it is the biggest joke in the world. <laughs> and it's not to say, like, look, look, disclaimer, because he may or may not be listening, but I actually hope he is listening because I actually want better for you. And that's the part that actually I think frustrates me the most is like, I want better for you. Like, it don't have to be like this. And you don't have to be that way. And because you are that way, it's like oh, I gotta arms distance for you, my guy, because yeah. that I, I can't deal with. But um, cool, welcome back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, before Streamyard decided to be Streamyard, of course, and we'll wrap up a little bit. We'll wrap up in like a minute or two. But I did want to just say um, to continue the last thing I had said, which was another red flag I feel like I experienced was um, someone wanting to be in a relationship tomorrow and they met you today and for me it's just you don't know me and I don't know you I don't know I could be a killer like and now and I kept, and, and all honestly I kept saying it I was like I could be a murderer like oh my god I say that too you don't know me like, I could be a psychopath but you know what the people like people that I've spoken to in the past they're like but you're a teacher and I'm just like that doesn't matter. <laughs> that doesn't matter. There's people that you can work with in your office and not know their day-to-day behind-the-scene lives. People are psycho. Okay. Crazy. Yes. I mean, I've dated a few, like, people that are crazy. Like, I always say Ooh. that I'm crazy, but I, like, seem crazy. What's the like- craziest thing you've seen? Because I feel like it don't, <laughs> it don't top mine. Okay. But- so, funny enough. I was talking to this guy a couple of months ago and he was cute. You know, he was tall. Ow. And I, like, I met him like on a dating app and I was just like, okay, like you hot whatever. And he was talking to me sweet and everything. And then he hit me with that. He's a dom. And I'm like, I mean, I'm not been like that sometimes so i'm like what the fuck do you, what is a dom then he sends me the picture he's into dom, dom he dominant. wants to be cuffed and whipped yeah he wants to do, and like that's a no but even like the way that he talks to me that's like no. he wants me to be his submissive and i'm just like he yeah. wants to be he wants you to be his 50 shades of gray yes no You're, right thank you <laughs> no do you not know me like i'm just like this is why my marriage didn't work because I didn't submit to my husband. Like, what do I look like to you? Jesus I'm sorry. Christ. But, and I told him too, I was just like, yeah, that's a no for me, fam, because I don't submit to anybody. Oh, I got one for you. <laughs> Tell me. Because actually, because I was like, damn, how can I top that? Because at first I was going to be like, hmm, we all know how my summer, <laughs> my pandemic summer went. So <laughs> here's that. But no, in actuality, and okay, disclaimer, because actually he listens to the to the podcast. Okay. He listens to the podcast. He's very supportive of the podcast, oddly enough. 
Like I I never would a million years think like like had messaged me when we had dropped the last episode, had messaged me and was like, Okay, I'm so glad it's back. Yeah. So I I went on like I think like one date with him moons ago. Moons, moons, moons ago. And during that date, I have found out that he has a bit of a of a he's a bit of a like a um what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> He likes sex a lot, like a lot, like a lot. And sorry, I heard you. Is that my my alarm going off? No, because you because it's about to be five. No, I know we gotta wrap it up. No, I know, I know, I know. Um, so yeah, I'll leave off with that. Like he was very Mm -hmm. into just wanting to fuck, and not to say that I, I I can't be like that, but it was just the whole like if that's your fetish, my guy. I can't, mm-mm. and I think he had a foot fetish too, and that's why I really checked out. So I was just like, mm. but I wish him all of the best, and I know he's watching, and I always appreciate him being supportive of the show. And then speaking of that, are there any last things you want to? T- oh, can you hear me now? Never mind. You know. oh, okay, <laughs> I was like, girl, <laughs> what happened? Is there any last things you want to talk about red flags before we do wrap up? Um. I think one of the other ones that I was going to say was the manipulation. Because I've definitely dealt with a lot of that and just thought it was kind of normal. Because you know what it is, too? <coughs> I'm also big about, like, <clears throat> some things that you usually grow up on and you think it's normal. So I grew up with a lot of manipulation and I thought it was normal until I was like, this shit ain't normal. Uh-uh. And... So once I see that, that's a pure red flag for me. And I also, one of my big ones right now is somebody like that wants to be with me. We can't be in the four walls. We need to be outside the four walls. I'm not saying every fucking time, but I also. Woo me. You know, yeah, like woo me a little bit because, you know, I also like to take my guys out on dates because, you know, like the guy I'm dating now, he comes from far to come see me. So occasionally when we do go out, I do offer to pay because I'm just like, travel over here. You paid a whole bunch of tolls to come here. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we talking about tolls. That means he live in Jersey. (laughs) Maybe. Mm-hmm. So, I can't keep. I can't keep much from me now. You gave too many clues. I said toll. Nigga coming from a bridge, a tunnel, but not a train. That automatically, I was like, but continue. But um, it's crazy too because I remember the first time I offered to pay. You know, some guys are very like about that. So I was just like, like he, like he was supposed like he had like a surprise face, but I wasn't sure if he was uncomfortable about it. So I asked him and I was like, Hey, like, I hope you didn't mind that I was paying. Like I wasn't trying to make it seem like you didn't have it. It's just, you do a lot for me to come here and it's not cheap and it's the least I can do. And he was just like, no, I just never dated anybody that was willing to pay. They usually are so used to me paying my out of my pocket. So this was something new. And I can tell that you really are like about the 50-50 type of thing. And I was like, oh, I'm all for 50-50. You understand? Like, what, you know, if you need me to pay 
you can tell me like, hey, do you want to cover this one today? And I'll be fine with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's where we stand. <laughs> Before we got cut off, Amanda was talking about... Um... I mentioned the 50-50. Um, like, I'm all for it. Like, you know. Yeah. That, I mean, I grew up with that. Like, you know, my mom in the beginning didn't really work, but she did a lot of the work, like, in the house. And then when she started to work, you know, if she worked late, then my stepfather would, like, make dinner for us. Where if my mom got home before him, then she would cook for all of us, right? And I always, I mean, I don't see it as 50-50. I see it as it's a teamwork, helping one another. It's just not, you know, back in the days where it's just, like, we, as women, did how to do everything. Right, because, like, growing up for me, and I think that's probably why I'm always, like, I got it, I got it, I got it, because Mm -hmm. my mom was like that, like, Growing up, yes, I was in a two-parent household, but it never really totally felt like that. Like, even coming down to, like, Christmas gifts, my mom would be like, that was all me type shit. So, like, it's really weird, um, especially now being in such a, I guess you could say, what do you consider a long-term relationship? (laughs) Like, I say, I'm like, I guess I'm in a long-term relationship. (laughs) But um, it's so... You just just turned three, made three. Yeah, three years, man. Three hundred and sixty-five times three—that's a lot of fucking days. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm blessed, but Jesus. But um, but no, it's so interesting now being in such a long-term relationship that where my partner wants to put in the certain things, and it's weird for me. Like the biggest example was is my my birthday that just passed, where to be honest. He put up a lot, like, while we were up there, like, he put up a lot of the, like, stuff, like, we went to the aquarium, dinner, um, rented the car, like, those things that I kind of, like, really needed because I just was, like, trying to recover from Jabra Slam and, and just life and just so happens my birthday's at the beginning of the month, so rent had to get paid, you know, it was just so many, like, bill-wise had to happen. And he kind of just said, I got you. And I never really had somebody that said, I got you. Mm-hmm. So I've never really looked at it as 50-50 because I've, I didn't see that growing up. Like, mm-hmm. when you said, like, if your mom got home early, she would cook. Like, my mom would, like, do everything before she even left the house. Yeah. So, like, and it was certain, like, certain periods of times where my mom would work overnights. So she would make, like, she would make sure everybody was good before she left. And then she'll rest during the day. So, like, it's just interesting, like, when people, when, it's very interesting when there are women out here that'll say, like, I want a man to take care of me, and it's just, like, I have a hard time letting this one take care of me. Like, I don't even know what the fuck, like, what's that concept? Like, just sometimes be, I, don't I don't get it. Around because, you know, I've been working since I was 14, so sometimes I'll be... Right! Working. Like, I've had a job. But deep in my heart, everybody knows I'm joking around, because everybody knows I cannot tolerate something like that. And, you know, like, yes, I grew up with, like, the 50-50, but I was the same exact way, like, you are. I was always taught to be independent. Yeah. Working at 14, like, they taught me to buy my own shit, and I did. I used to buy my own clothes, pads, all that shit. The only thing that my family would, like, cover was the back-to-school stuff. Girl, I was devastated when I had turned 18 and had went. I was off at college, and my mom was like, you have to figure out this phone bill. You want it? And I was just like, what you mean? What you mean? So I've a bitch has been playing bills since the age of 17, ma'am. So like at the end of the day, I, I never go into any situation like you have to pay this, you have to pay that. Or if we're at dinner, like if I take my man out, I take my man out. If he take me out, he take me out. Because nine times out of ten, and it's not a shade to anyone that is in that situation, but 
I've always made more than the person I'm with, just on mm. a financial tip. And it's like I said, it's not a shade, it's not nothing. It's just that's just how it's it's been for me. So for me, it's like I already know some things are gonna fall more on me. Mm-hmm. And going into any situation, it's either I'm gonna accept that or I'm gonna say like, okay, this down the third. Like even the other day, I had Michael do an exercise because these fucking streaming platforms is getting out of control. Netflix is going up. They about to get cut. Yeah. Like shit just getting crazy. So like I had him. So what I end up doing for budgeting, this is just budgeting one-on-one guys. I end up printing out like two months, like October, November. Actually, I can kind of show you because it actually is right here in front of me. So two months, I had a calendar, October, November. And what I had told him to do was put all the bills, like the date your bill is due, put the amount so that you know that week, all right, I got this bill coming out. Mm-hmm. After he did that, he said, yo, I realized I was paying for three things that I don't even use. So I canceled them. Yeah. So something as simple as that, like even for me, like, all right, I have all these bills. I have this, I have that. All right, this week I can do this. This week I can't do this. Like, it's just being, it's just strategy. So like, and I never, and I never want my partner to feel like he can't do. And I feel like that's always like a man's thing. It's like, I have to provide, I have to do this. And it's just like, you know, we're in a day and age where it's like, it, we both can provide. We both can do this. We both can do I that. I mean, and especially like living in New York. Ooh, we both got to do it. Yeah. Ah. Because <laughs> somebody, I had gotten upset because uh, somebody, I think it was somebody at work. They had said something about like, oh, like, yeah, I always complaining about your finances. And I'm just like, do you realize that you have a whole partner that brings an extra income? I don't got that. It's just a me income. You understand? I don't mm-hmm. have double income coming in, coming out. You know, like, yeah, I am talking to somebody. But at the same time, like, you know, like, he recently just started, like, a new job. And so he went from getting paid every week to now he's like, oh, shit, this is every two weeks type thing. I'm like, oh, I I just told the boys that I said I would never go back to two week, bi-weekly. I don't know what that looks like. God, leave. I get paid bi-monthly. And people. Oh, the 15th and the 30th? When people say it's the same shit. And I'm like, no, it's It's not. It's not. It is not. Especially, like, obviously the last time we got paid was September 30th. And I didn't get paid to the two and a half weeks later. Because it depends on the date that it falls on. That's crazy. So I get paid the 17th and the last day of the month. And so for people that are teachers, they know that this is a thing for teachers. Like, we only get it paid twice a month. We don't get Like... I can't do that. Like, even when um, Michael was on workers' comp, literally the whole summer. <laughs> literally, the whole summer was done. It was kaput. <laughs> and a lot of that fell on me yeah. because it took him almost a month after he had been out to even start getting, you know, workers' comp. And then New York State is every two weeks. Yeah. So it was that. And then they didn't have the right amount to give him. So then it mm-hmm. was like all of, like. He didn't really start getting like his money, money until like I would say right after Jobber Slam, like right at like not even like maybe the middle of August, and by then like you know like he had like bills coming up, you know he has you know he has a child and things like things of that nature. So it's just like when you're in a situation with a partner, like there's yeah. gonna be times where it's gonna be fifty fifty, and there's gonna be times where that shit gonna be ninety ten, <laughs> there's gonna be times when that shit is sixty forty. Like it's just the way that it is. I think for me like. It's not a red flag if the person doesn't want to do 50-50. 
but I can't be with somebody. And this goes back to the person that we were originally talking about, but I can't be with somebody that makes me feel because I am a woman that it's my responsibility. Right, like lives in this like fantasy land of the 60s. Yeah. Because that's where he lives. He lives in the 60s. He ain't in 2024 about to be. He not in that land. Mm-hmm. So, and, and it's, uh, listen, it's not, a, it's not a shot to men that want a more traditional situation. Right. But we live in times where traditional is not traditional anymore. And that's where, and if you start to see that how you, this is one thing I'm, I'm very confused on his office that particular person is if you see that the same things ain't working out why do you think it's them or do you think it's you right is this something in you that needs to change or you need to have a different mindset and how things should be so that somebody can feel open to doing more things for you like no one no woman wants to feel forced to then be a housewife or be somebody that cooks all the time or be somebody that has to be on top of things i've dated people where they've told me that I needed to stop working. Oh, and I'm just like that's a luxury. Yeah. Shit. But like it's that, a yes or no. It's a luxury. It's a yes no, right? I honestly like this is my raw this is what I believe. I'm okay with not working if I'm pregnant, right? Like if I'm in my last stages of my pregnancy and God forbid I have a high-risk pregnancy and I need to be home, then I'm okay with that because obviously I'm carrying a child for both of us. Mm-hmm. And of course, I do want to spend a couple of months and stuff with the baby and then I'm okay with going back to work. I'm the type of person, like I said, I've been working since I was 14. So not working at all is very strange for me. It makes me, and honestly, like even during COVID and trying to do remote stuff, was driving me crazy. My Girl, I was bad. jobless for two weeks. I ended up. That's how you know I can't stay still. And even now, like a good, not a great example, but so like my cousin, my godson's mom, my cousin, mm-hmm. she um had a job opportunity in Texas. She took it. She hated it. I don't think she hated the job. I just think she hated the like the her her environment. Like she was a she was like maybe an hour east of houston so she wasn't in like a big city type of situation but she was still in the city and you know it was it was her own like she wasn't working under her dad it was her own and i love that for her so it it, it a little disappointed me when she decided to like quit the job and then move back to florida and in the manner that she told me she thinks she's slick my cousin my cousin there's one thing my cousin always know there's one soft spot for me and that's my godson so whenever she got like bad news or something she she don't want to tell me, she puts him on the phone first because she know I'm not gonna spaz. And then she gonna be like, "Well, I'm back in Florida. I quit my job. Uh, have a good birthday. Bye." And I'm just like, <laughs> "Bitch, what?" And then the conversation after that I had with her because I told her we were coming down to Miami, so I wanted to see her and my godson while we were there before we go on the cruise. And she's just like, you know, I'm taking the rest of the year off. I'm not going to work. I'm just going to be at home. And I was just like, oh, that's not really you. But okay. You know, like someone that's been working since, you know, they've been a teen. And if they need some time to just recollect themselves, like I don't ever want her to feel like I'm judging her because I'm not. But in knowing like her work ethic, like her being at home don't really sit too well with me either. Yeah. But 
like everybody has to figure out their own journey, has to figure out what works for them. You know, she is, she's married. She has my godson. So like, you know, it falling, this is probably a better time now. He's older, he's self-sufficient. So like any other projects that she's been wanting to do for a long time, she may be able to do now. So like, I try to look on the brighter side of things, even though I may not always agree, but at the end of the day, you have to do what's best for you. So if you being and this is not, listen, if you want somebody to take care of you, power to you. I want that too for you. But if you, you always got to make sure that you can handle you first before anything. So like for me, like if anything go left, I, I know I'm good. Yeah. So, but I'm trying to think of any other last minute red flags before we wrap it up. Um, someone that doesn't talk about their past. Hmm doesn't doesn't sit well with me because everybody and it's not for me to judge you it's just so i have a better understanding of who you were and who you are now and i always feel it's weird when 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 men aren't so open about their past because it just seems it seems like you're hiding something and if that's the case then i can't really trust you are the they're the ones that find us like all the shit I've gone through in my past and build me to who I am. Even when it comes to relationships, even when it comes to family and friends, it all And um, yeah, and I'm always big on like never where that came. Right, because you want to know somebody's history. You want to know where they came from so you can see how far they've come. And I just always feel like when people aren't so people are hesitant or people, and you know. Everybody has a right to say it in their own time, so there's nothing wrong with that either. But I just always find it interesting when men aren't so for rights with their past. Also, people that don't have friends, that's a red flag for me. I'm a social girl, so the fact that you ain't got no friends, it's yeah. a little sus to me. But, you know, and every some people are loners, and, you know, you just got to accept that. But everyone should at least have one friend. Should at least have one that I could be like, okay, because you know what I did, what I was watching, oh, goddamn MTV. So they had this series called it's on YouTube because I think it was on MTV UK. I don't know why, but it was I'm in a secret relationship. Oh, they have, but it's the but they it was like tagged MTV UK was weird, but it was on YouTube and like some of these things these people was hiding from them like. There's red flags. That's a red flag for me because, as you know, off the camera, I I did tell you something. And, um, you know, like, I was kind of okay with being off the social media, like, posting a relationship and stuff like that just because of the backlash that happened in my last relationship, right? Uh-huh. What's happening and so when I moved into something else, I was okay. But then seeing this new thing, it makes me feel insecure. Everybody can right? Right. It makes me feel to I know Janelle's at home, so all I hear is the kids. <laughs> okay. <laughs> For those that don't know, Janelle said I'm gonna meet myself because the kids are being really loud outside. <laughs> but um, I can't win. I can't win. This is why next episode will be in a studio. I promise. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, it made me feel very insecure because, you know, I've dated people in the past that had issues with like, not saying, like they would say there was no issue with my weight, but then I would look at their past ex-girlfriends and they're these model figures, right? And that, and you know, I was just like, well, that's not who I am. And if you're posting those type of people and not me, it makes me feel like you're keeping me a secret. Or you were ashamed of who you was trying to even talk to, which don't make no sense. But then that's why it's 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 a hard catch twenty two because as someone that wants to keep certain things to themselves, yeah. Then on the flip side, you're like, but I want I, I want some type of like acknowledgement, like <laughs> acknowledge me in a way, like I, because that's the thing, and I didn't tell you this off the camera. The thing was that I had created an event, right? And it became an issue because people didn't know who I was. Mind you, it's not like a couple of months. We're talking about years worth of work. And people were just like, oh, I didn't know about this person. And I didn't. And so it becomes questionable to me if people, your close friends, don't know who I am. Never even heard of my name. Yeah. How rude. <laughs> Very mind you, the person that I've been talking to, we we've been talking for a couple of months, and he mentioned like we were on FaceTime and he like was away from the phone for a while, and I was like, okay, because he was also getting ready for work, so I was like, maybe he's just trying to figure out the shoes, whatever, right? He comes back and he's just like smiling and stuff. I'm like, what's happening? He's like, I just told my mom about you. And I was like, oh, what? And I was just like, okay. <laughs> like, I was just like, I didn't know what to say because that was a lot, you know? And I'm always big. Like, for me, the person that is always, you're going to be the last to know is my dad. My dad and my aunt. Like, those are my people. And I know that his mom and his son are the two things that are the most valued to his life. And so when he told me that he mentioned it to his mom, I was just like, oh my gosh, like this, this, this is a game. That's a big deal. Yeah, no, I, I totally feel you on that. Like for me, it was like, cause my family's dysfunctional as fuck. So I, I, I feel terrible being in such a relationship this long and Michael still not having that one-on-one or even having like a, some form of relationship with my mom. And that's not like on him in a sense, yeah. and and he doesn't take it any way, and, I, and I'm really thankful that he doesn't, because that was always my fear, is like, you know, even though his family is dysfunctional as it gets, they're still a family, like, they still show up for each other, you know, holidays, birthdays, you know, moments, they have, they share that stuff, I don't have that luxury, so, like, my luck, like, that luxury is with Shaw, so, like, that's why it was so important like when he came and when he started to come around that everybody, like all of you guys got to know him. That to me was, was, was the test. Like everyone always says like, Oh, it's, it's your parents. It's not, it's, it's my friends, my, my inner circle, my safe space. Who was the test? Mm-hmm. And, and it was just funny because I never forget Matthew's eyes was like, so do I need to invest 
Like, is he going to be around for a, a long time? I was just like, you fucking suck. But <laughs> I, maybe, I guess, you know. And now, like, they all have their own brotherhood. And that's something that I I, could, I appreciate. Like, I told them all that at Jabra Slam. Like, I was just like, I love the fact that y'all love him in that manner. Because, you know, friends is, is a big deal to me. And he don't really have as many. Not to say that he didn't have none, because then that was a red flag. But he has, like, maybe, like, one or, like, he had, like, one or two good ones. One ain't no good no more. But the other one still surviving. So, the fact that he can now, like, kind of get in that, like, family vibe with us and chill with and, and have that type of relationship with all of you guys separately, like, I love that for him because it's like, well, then now you're really not going nowhere. Now you're really stuck with all of us. So deal with it. <laughs> right. But, um, but I'm glad that, you know, and that's, that's that I'm glad that he at least acknowledged you to his mom because that means that he, like, he cares enough to say, like, this is the person I'm talking to. Yeah. And then that's a good step forward because that's how I used to feel in the beginning with Michael's mom. Like, I was just like, I'm so nervous. And I, I, I honestly, I was more nervous to meet his dad than his mom because we had to go to Atlanta for that. Like, his mom is, you know, his, actually, I met his mom when we came back from New Orleans, I think, for his birthday trip last year. Okay. And she picked him up from the airport, and I had met her. And, like, we, we've been two peas in a pot ever since then. <laughs> so, which I know he low-key probably hate. And his aunt loves me. Like, loves me. <laughs> so, like, it's so, it's so dope. Even his brother, like, even his brother coming to Dave and Buster's, like, that meant a lot to me. Because, like, he was he's going through a lot himself and his relationship and what he got going on. So for him to take the time out, come and show and just show up, like that meant everything to me. So like it's just good when I'm able, like it's it's less stress when both worlds can kind of just do this. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm I'm really glad that that gentleman took the step forward to acknowledging you because you deserve that. Cause no one wants to be a secret, nobody wants to be on a hush hush tip. And unless that's agreed. And I think that's the difference. It's like, unless that is something to both of you, like I said, like, listen, until we hit six months, we ain't posting shit. Right. And that's okay. Because yeah. that, that is an acknowledgement that you both are setting a goal. You're setting some some boundaries and saying, like, listen, I want to see where this goes. Let's right. see. That's why they say communication is key. Ooh, girl. But any last red flags you want to discuss before we jump on out? Um. I'm going to say no. I had a couple of things in my mind, but um, <laughs> I think it'll be better to, I had an idea for an episode, so we, we will get into that. I like it. I love it. I love it. Because it's actually the top, like, the one thing in those that have, you know, everybody loves that song talk, and I really appreciate everybody's support in this project because it's totally different especially like for me because everyone's so used to be talking about wrestling so the the fact that i'm not talking about wrestling is just a very different side of janelle which i'm really really happy to be able to do and do it with amanda but um one of the hardest things has always been topics for us so when she's like i got signed i'm like oh girl and then you know we were talking about an individual and that's where this topic came (laughs) we got inspiration we can we we were actually like I don't think that was gonna happen because I'm just gonna be like, it's gonna be a shit show, and I, I prefer it for that. But we had mentioned like we should have him on this show. I am always here for a shit show. <laughs> so whenever the man's ready for that shit show, I welcome that because 
And, and I think in all honesty, it'd probably be good for him to realize, and hopefully, let me say hopefully realize, who knows, but hopefully realize, like, there's just some things within himself that in how he moves needs to change. And that's just, and it's not, and it's more because I feel like if we said it's because we care enough to say, like, I just feel like everybody enables him and everybody just lives in this fantasy world with him. And I don't understand it. And I never understood it. So it's just like, he's just lost. And I just want him to be found. This is, I promise, this is my last red flag that I'm going to say. But only because it happened and I sent you the message. But I'm not the last resort. I'm either one or nothing. Yes. It's either you want me and that's it. Don't double back. And keep coming back to me like I'm some ping pong ball where you hit it back and forth and it's just like, no. Or I'm not the one that's going to sit and wait for you. What'd you say? I said, or not the one to sit around and wait for you. Right. Because that's, that's honestly, that's his energy. His energy is like, yo, she she she's still going to be there when I come back, when I double back. And it's like, no, the fuck I'm not. Right. <laughs> no, the fuck I'm not. And it's just like, it's not fair to me. I'm 32. You know, like, me and Britt are always, you know, I'm 32. Like, we plan our life. And for people that do listen to us on sessions, they know that I've mentioned about like my health issues. So I don't got much time to be messing around with, especially with my medical. Yeah. And so like to be the back and forth shit and like using me as absolutely not. I've learned that I'm valuable and I'm worth it. So if you don't want me, don't expect that I'm gonna be right there again when you when the other person doesn't want you. Like absolutely not. And on that note, we are gonna conclude this hot take of an episode of Sensorium Talk, guys. But guys, we do appreciate you guys always supporting us and and everything that we do. We try to we're gonna try to you know get you guys at least two episodes a month. I promise. I, I, now that it, things are kind of calming down in in birthday land and and anniversary land and just work stuff. Just gotta get up. Um, Mikey's Mike's 40th and, and I'm over it because I almost had to cuss DH out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over it and I got into it with the girls yesterday and I got into it with DHL today. <laughs> no. I'm ready to be on somebody boat and not saying a fucking thing. <laughs> so. I've been thinking about getting I was thinking about he was gonna get the Wi-Fi package. I might even tell him now fuck it. I don't even want no connection with the world. I don't even care. Listen, I the first time I, I well, it's the first and last time I've I've done a cruise. I didn't get the Wi-Fi package, and it feels great. Like I actually went on a retreat uh, in September, and people mm-hmm. were freaking the freak out because they had no service connection. And I'm just like, I love to be disconnected because sometimes I'm so hip to my phone, especially parents messaging me with certain things. I just enjoy having. And some people just freak the hell out. So I think you should just disconnect from the world. I am, but then a part of me still wants to wish him a happy birthday. And it's actually birthday. So it's the only thing that's keeping me. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only thing that's keeping me like afloat. Like, oh, I guess I can. But regardless, we'll have a good time. Everybody will do, you know, have a great time. And then um, I'll come back and then we will figure out an in person episode 
Um, maybe that second or third week of November before, again, I just, uh, before the holiday, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, that I'm flying again. Yeah. I'm over, I'm over planes. <laughs> now that I think about it, <laughs> I'm fucking over planes. <laughs> For somebody who doesn't like heights. <laughs> hey, no, you know what it is? It's not that I don't like heights. I don't like planes. There's a difference. Okay. I'll get on a roller coaster. I'll get on a ride or two. I don't mind that. Um. But it's just it's a control issue for me. And I already and I've always done that. Like I can't get up and, and get off when I want to. And on that note, I'm 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 gonna exit stage. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. <laughs> on that note, guys, I'm Janelle. I am Amanda. And thank you guys so much for listening. Bye.